0: Welcome to the home of new software, new cameras, ran into our computer board so that we can put delay on these guys and guess what? Nothing tonight, but now it does. 30 minutes late, Robbie Davis, welcome aboard, man. I'm sorry about that, but it looks like we've got everything and they're seeing your smiling face. Robbie Davis from Davis Kessler and Davis and 4K, if they want to
1: rebroadcast us now, yeah, I don't know still, about that. That's still, still in quarantine, thing. guys. Still, uh, holding down the fork, haven't can't get a haircut, can't do much, but uh, happy he, to be he, here.
2: His pores look quite congested in 4K. I mean, uh, perhaps you should do a facial,
0: yeah. You are, you might want to do something, right? you, you're, you're a little more tech. Uh, I can look like this, but I really think after. I really think after a month and a half of watching the Johnny Depp trial, I could be—I get my JD license right now. I really think I could take the bar and pass.
2: Because that's uh, that's definitely law what you're watching there. Yeah, <laughs> ask, that's litigation.
0: Ask Rob between between <laughs> the OJ trial and now the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. I think I've done more hours in the classroom than most
1: attorneys. Uh, I do have to admit, I, I I heard the verdict today. I did not follow it much. I, I didn't even I, I, hear people, it. What happened? People, uh Depp got awarded fifteen million. I think it was. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe ten million in compensatory and five million in, in punitive. Yes. And then she got awarded two million dollars in compensatory. So a thirteen million swing to him. Um. And now I, I, I so they countersued obviously but that's yeah. an interesting
2: verdict right and what if they well appeal? no
1: so so so, is the funny part of and we'll get a little legally right now sorry for Jeez. people that don't care but no, they do so the the and this is just this was just what i saw through text messages so you know the jury goes out they're deliberating they find out who's they do the fault portion of the jury verdict form. And then completely just omit the damages, so the judge gets it and is looking at it, and is like, "We got to send you guys back in there because y'all didn't do Come this on. right."
0: Talk about a and mistrial,
1: so, dude! Yes, yeah, so I had to send them back after that, and then uh, then they calculate the damages.
0: The best part to me is Johnny Depp wasn't there for the 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 the, the hearing today with a yeah regiment.
1: which. He was played he, with he,
0: Jeff Beck last night. Yeah,
1: he, yeah.
0: Jeff Beck. Well, so
1: so so generally, and that's what makes this so fascinating. So generally, that's a safe gamble because, um, so what happens is you close proof. The judge reads the jury instructions. the The jury goes out to the deliberation rooms. Once they walk in, they have that verdict form and it's signed. And whether your client's there or whoever's there or not. They've already signed it. But once they got there, they messed it up. And it's like, <laughs> oh, he's not even here. He doesn't even care. And so it could have very well easily came back and then be like, ah, just zero it all out and then move on. What type of grounds are there for uh, appeal, retrial, oh, anything?
2: Because that sounds. I, like I, didn't, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't follow
1: it, but just the clips that I saw, I'm sure there's all kinds Jesus. of issues. I'm just going to say, dude.
0: Johnny Depp could have walked we don't through, think but he hung in text messages. And that's worth uh, her 10 mil, $2 million. Johnny yeah, Depp I,
1: I imagine it's gonna he, get settled pending appeal because yeah. she's gonna appeal it and then it'll get settled somewhere probably the six, seven million range, I'd guess. He got I don't think
2: any money is gonna be exchanged at all. He,
1: yeah, he got, I mean I, I don't know anything about her. I don't know if she, I mean someone told me she was in mermaid. Dude, I read or, she's in
0: Debt and Aquaman, Aquaman, yeah, Aquaman? yeah. I doubt
1: she has 13 million to satisfy wow. a verdict. So um, she must have signed a prenup, you know.
0: She got so she got seven million from the divorce on the content that she would donate it to charity. Seven million, he is the filled. guy's worth like a hundred and two hundred million. He's failed to live up to the seven million in donations
1: to like the ACLU and children's they hospital. They were only married for a bit, though weren't. This, this is rec- I mean, none of us have any idea what we're talking yeah, about. No idea, as,
0: but I feel
2: but like that seven million's like him sneezing. And, yeah. uh he gives it, but he's no. done a lot for charity. Plus, and, he was in private resort with Andrew uh, Dice Clay in nineteen eighty two, which is a great movie. I mean, that okay. Pirates
1: of the Caribbean money—that's big money.
0: Before we How move on, that's Disney. You, my 12-year-old daughter and her friends celebrated like nothing else that Johnny Depp won today. They all had followed this. All the kids, all the team had followed this very close. And they were celebrating.
1: It's It's like ROJ, but with far less seriousness of yeah. death involved. So, I read an
2: article, Why the Internet Turned on Amber Heard. Okay. I don't want to go into details, but uh, it was quite universal.
0: Uh, before we get it, so I think you got some congratulations to roll out, Raj. You had something special happen this week for a young man that is living in your household.
2: Who? Like I'm not. Oh yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, I thought you were
2: talking about me, and I ate like 30 years ago, but. Um, you know, uh, the young man made the all-star team, and uh, they had a tournament this past weekend. They were the East Brainerd least, and uh, they won the last two games against Signal Mountain, which was their best team. We're talking about seven-year-olds, by the way. Uh, two walk-offs. One was 24-23, and the next one was an extras. Uh, it's a one-inning playoff, and uh, he's not the best hitter on the team, but he won MVP, mainly because of defense. He's rangy, and he played shortstop during the regular year, but some of these little dudes are phenomenal in the infield, and he made like six or seven catches, including one diving, where he was just like straight Acuna or Mookie Betts held the ball up, and he was like, yeah. Um, It was just nice to see defense rewarded because defense wins championships, uh, offense scores runs. But, no, I mean, we uh, we were quite proud. It's a good team, good league. And um, yeah, my mom told me, he's already better than you always were. I'm like, I didn't ask you that, but thank you very much. He <laughs> is better than I've ever
0: been. I was pretty good too, but I, I can tell by looking, he, he's a better athlete than you. I know he's just seven, but I can tell. You're right. It's I, be better fantasy. But thank you for asking very much. Well, we're proud of him. And shout out from the River City Media. We're very, very proud of him. But this is a good opening into baseball. Let's get into college baseball a little bit. It's been a lot of fun. If you're a Vols fan or a graduate, uh, they currently sit with seven losses for the year, over 50 wins. Phenomenal. Number two in the country in hitting. Number two in the country in ERA. Uh, ranked number one. Uh, I guarantee you, the SEC tournament has never gotten higher ratings from Bristol to Memphis than it did this year. Uh, of course, Vandy makes the tournament, Georgia makes the tournament, Ole Miss makes the tournament, LSU makes the tournament, Alabama stubbed from the tournament, which was a big deal, and Florida's a host site who got to the finals with Tennessee.
2: I've got a question for you, Randall is this kind of a perfect storm in the sense that like they were a great team last year, but most people came back, which is kind of rare. It says a lot about the coach and everything, but uh, isn't it rare for this many talented kids to come back when obviously there are plenty that are worthy of going professional?
0: Well, they have five playing single and double A from that team last year that went to the college world series. So, The guys this year are ridiculously good. They They are so uh, good. Robbie, I don't know if you saw any, but they gave up five runs to Florida. Three of those was to a pitcher who throws 105 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of anybody at this level that's not named Nolan Ryan throwing 105 miles an hour. The ball's got to move, though. If it doesn't move, it doesn't matter. A Florida guy went 300 yards straight back with it. But Rob, UT graduate, are you excited about this?
1: Oh yeah! Like, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'll, I'll full admit I'm a bandwagon fan right now. Like, I'm. I've caught on to this Come team. On. Um, I mean, watched them last year, really into this year. But you talk about talent, amassing talent. They've got four first round pitchers, maybe five,
0: maybe five. Yeah,
1: and. Those and, top then, three though. Jeez, and then, and then, yeah, that that lineup is, is murderers row. Like, man, it, it this team to lose seven games in the SEC playing in the SEC, who has got this many teams into the uh, college world series or the or the tournament. Um, man, this is now, and we'll talk about later how still how hard it is to win this thing. Absolutely, um, but. Man, an exciting team to watch. A cocky coach. And this kind of, to put a parallel to um, football, this kind of reminds me of the early Spurrier Florida teams. Like, we're doing it different, and we're out there. We're brass. We're cocky. We will call out other teams if we don't like them. Um, We're doing the thing.
2: One thing, though, it's not football, though. In baseball – Unfortunately, the best team doesn't always win. Are they the best team in America? Without a doubt. But somebody can get hot, you know, sometimes you can get scared, they're college kids and somebody could take a lead, um, you know, Dollander, Beam and Burns, good Lord, they're all, uh, they're 25 and two together, like a two ERA and a million strikeouts. Those are three guys. Most people have one or two that can go in the regionals, which means I do believe they'll be fine. Uh, beam is a guy that's not a strikeout pitcher. The other two are great, but you never know, man, if somebody gets lucky and they're down four or five, nothing in baseball, the best team doesn't always win, uh, admittedly, it would be a
0: shame this year because they are clearly above and beyond the best team in America. Matter of fact, this is how deep that goes. The number one team in America last won the College World Series in 1990. Miami was the last team in 99 to win the College World Series as the number one team Wait. entering the College World Series.
2: I thought USC won their 12th, or maybe it was 98 or 2000, where they went to the losers bracket and battled back. Uh, I thought it was 98 or 99, but they were not the number one team. Jock Jones, if anybody remembers, was the best player on that team. I mean, I
0: trust you. You know stats better than I do. But I was amazed by it to the point. I went and read up today, what happened to the number one team. A lot of the number one teams uh, – well, and we know success. – You're talking
1: about the number one overall seed, not yes. just the number one seed. Yes. Yeah. Both.
0: <laughs>
2: They're everything – vandy with rocker and them did, did they want it all correct
1: no they
0: didn't but they, they won, didn't they won one a couple of years ago but they were like the number six seed when they won it it's really super tough to me to me there's no sport in college athletics that is this environment lends to upsets it's a double elimination 14 weekend tournament followed by weekend series and, look, if Tennessee wins their bracket, they have to go play the number 16 seed Georgia Southern team, who I, who is ridiculous. There's nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Ridiculous they're the 16 seed. They're maybe the t- they're maybe good. fourth or fifth best team in the country because it's Georgia Southern. They're the 16th seed. Robbie, you got something? I'll
1: give, yeah, I'll give you one other certain tournament that actually makes other – things harder to win it's it's the basketball version of this which so is single elimination and different shots count for different points but I, other than
0: I, I think it's harder
1: i agree with randall though it's harder
2: in baseball you know look at the braves last year when you get hot at the right moment you can beat anyone were they the best team in baseball throughout the year no they were 500 at the break eddie that- rosario when unconscious now he's hitting like 100 yes he's hurt it, it's about who gets hot, and it's a shame oh. this year because Tennessee is easily the best team in the country. But that doesn't mean anything when it comes to baseball.
1: It Robbie, really oh, it's, it's still it's still multiple elimination, and in but, basketball, a ref can change the entire game.
0: Absolutely, the, the so ref can say three do quick fouls and any-
1: boom, that game's over.
0: Randall, do they have review in college baseball? They have it. On plays in the field but not on balls and strikes yeah. which probably cost Tennessee at least two games this year yeah <laughs> uh, here's the <laughs> thing that ball versus baseball and, and, and we'll we'll end it up uh I think you're right I, but I think there's only probably seven or eight teams that I could come up with that or maybe there's more maybe there's 12 teams that could win. Basketball. I literally think there's 30 teams that could win the baseball tournament this of the 64. And,
2: and I'm usually college, the cream rises to the top. Like not three a college of college are generally buff. predictable.
1: Sorry. What's been the What's been the uh, highest seed that's won the baseball tournament? Do we know that? Uh, no. Highest uh, seed a one. I, I, not since highest or lowest, however you want to. Lowest. I was actually googling that. One year, Tennessee
0: went with Todd. And that year, uh, they, 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 they were in the top three or four, and the team that won it was 11. And that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. This says Fresno State became the lowest-seeded team, fourth in the regionals,
2: to win the national championship in NCAA history, and the fifth consecutive baseball team to win that title, that was not one of the eight national seeds, yeah. which tells you, you know, the national seeds rarely come out, which, again... If they're all neck and neck, I know Stanford's number two, no problem. But I do have a issue when you got a clearly the best team in America. But rarely does a team have three starting pitchers like that yeah. in a great lineup and pitching wins championships. So I really I'm not a fan of Tennessee. We all know that, but like good deserves the best and they are easily the best team and I wish yeah. them the best
1: i would say you're never gonna be shocked by anything that happens in college athletics um i would be surprised though if tennessee doesn't at least make the final four final game like that's just i mean they're that loaded absent any injury they're
2: gonna get everyone's best shot though Mm -hmm. everyone's you know like team like georgia southern like randall said they're going to be unconscious, and they're a good team. So,
0: and fully hot pitcher. But one of them, you know. And I know it's going back a ways, but in 1982, North Carolina State won the tournament as a 10 seed, and that is the year that truly, I think, a t- team that was not even in the top 25 made a run, and by the by the tournament was maybe the best team. And, and I heard that team talked about the other day, and it was compared to. If that team existed now, it would probably be a top five team because they shot more. They had no threes, but they shot more three-range shots than anybody in the country.
1: Well, UConn won it not too long ago as a seven seed, which is the 28th best team in the country, if you think about it, in that range. Kemba went unconscious, kind of like Melo. Well, that's kind of –
0: I I hate UConn, so anything they do, I I, I, just (laughs) – that's girls' basketball. Dude's nope.
2: basketball is different.
0: So I want to move on just a little bit, um, and that's great segment. And anybody that – I think I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go – if Tennessee gets to the Super Regional, I think I will be there. We'll see.
2: I'm going to go to Omaha. We'll contribute oh. to your trip. Yeah, I
0: may be in Omaha. Let's. Y'all remember that text, that what I did and what – I got a little money in the bank. I may just make that trip. I've got, <laughs> I've got Pittsburgh – bank but i can flip that over to college world series easy and not go see pittsburgh tennessee so you'll see what happens it may it may happen
2: tennessee's gonna kill him
0: i want to i want to jump over a little bit and talk about recruiting this week i made a guest spot on another show and the whole show was about the difference in football recruiting for a decade football recruiting was about was strictly about uh You recruit it through the football season. The players' season ended in December. It really heated up in December and January. You had a lot of commitment over the summer. Then then recruiting kind of stopped during the season. And then you would come back in January. Everybody signed in February. They enrolled in July, June. It's not like that. And I think this is some of this is a fact of the transfer portal. More kids sign in December which as a new thing, having a December signing period. Yeah. Also, the the show that we were I was on was talking about Tennessee's late reports. There were seven of them that called late reports. Do you know when these kids were reporting? May fifteenth. So everyone from Tennessee's 22 t- class will be there for the summer. Do you, The early enrollees. Yeah, and do you remember uh, just even five years ago, February was National Signing Day. I used to take it off because it was such a big day. Oh, that was fun. College football recruiting has changed, Robbie. It Right now, Tennessee has Nico Amalvoeva. In, <laughs> I said that wrong. They have Nico um, in the house. Better than I can do. He's enrolling for bowl practice. So now that's the new thing.
2: Bowl practice. What bowl does that mean? Oh. He will
0: graduate early, enroll in Tennessee, and take part in bowl practice. Yeah.
2: Is this that's smart though with Hooker to teach you? I mean
0: Yeah, it's absolutely. Is it is it is the first step of getting rid of the senior year of high school?
1: <laughs> or what's going uh, on? Yeah, I mean wow. it look. All of this is if, you, if you're good enough, or if you're projected to be good enough, and now there's horror stories uh, 10 miles long about kids that blew, or they were projected they didn't make it. But if you are good enough, all that matters is starting that clock to get in front of the pro scouts and get to the NFL. They're gonna get paid now, which is good and good for them. And we we've talked about that at nauseum, and so has everyone else. We are all in agreement it's good for them to get paid. There probably needs to be something in play to kind of regulate it, but that's a different topic. But yeah, get get on campus, get in front of boosters, get in front of advertisers. Hey, firehouse subs is sitting on Cumberland Avenue. Hey, wouldn't it, the more you can get in front of them, the better. Get Absolutely. that money. It doesn't do you any any good to sit in your high school uh, town waiting for finals to get to get finished up. When you've probably graduated earlier, you get to the town you're going to, town city, um, whatever it is. Get there, start making relationships, start getting paid, and start start putting that money in the bank, and then ultimately get the big prize. So I think it's about money, personally, if I may. The early signing period
2: essentially allows for not only kids to declare, but to enroll early, right? In spring, by the time the season starts, you're not coming for fall camp. Kids are ready to go. A lot of superstars, you know, no longer wait for the last second, which we enjoyed February 3rd or 2nd, but now they do it in December, and – yeah. I mean, the product is different. Now freshmen can just be sensational, which doesn't necessarily mean they weren't before, but I, I do believe the product is better. And, I, you know, we all love signing day. I love listening to like that college sports radio and declarations, but,
0: uh, you know, I, I think it's about a better product on the field. Raj uh, I want to get back to you. You, you. you actually jumped ahead of my question, but I do have a question directly towards you about what you said. Nico can start his NIL once he enrolls at the University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There's a mini term over Christmas. So he enrolls over Christmas, gets to take part in the ball practice, but that also starts the clock on his NIL. He fulfills three years of his NIL by, it seems impossible, but December of 2025, this kid that's 17 years old right now, December of 2025, he can declare his eligibility for the NFL draft. He starts the clock, starts getting his NIL money, but he also kicks a hole in that NFL draft opportunity. Well, I think you're absolutely right. And that's the flip side of this. It's
2: uh, a loophole, you know, in in basketball, there's uh, a concern in that I don't want to get too much into this, but back in the day with Kobe and Garnett, you can come straight out of high school. Then there was essentially a maturity level uh, barometer, if you will. And many people thought that could have been culturally biased in, in a way. And in football, You've got to wait three years, and that's the most rigorous sport. Um, You you know, who's to say you're alive or have a knee after that? And the clock starts ticking earlier. Uh, In Nico's case, you know, he's got a brilliant coach when it comes to quarterbacks and a brilliant guy to learn behind. So I don't think he'll be uh, there that long. But, yeah, it, it allows for them to leave earlier.
0: Which I think is completely fair. The uh, other, Robbie is go ahead,
1: Robbie, with your comment. Oh, I was just gonna say with this whole new football recruiting landscape and this dynamics, can can we touch on the Clemson dilemma? Therein, yes, go Where ahead. It uh, is essentially, look, they have a coach who is was very is was. And may be still very, very successful. He's won, I think, two championships, dominated the ACC. But he's not willing to adapt. At all. And, and they owe him probably $100 million. Respectfully, what does that mean, that he's not willing to adapt? I mean, they're a top five
2: team and by most accounts. But I, I know we've had this conversation. But he's, I feel like there's a, a presumption where they're going to just, like, fall off the cliff, which – I don't think that's going to happen. What does it mean that he's not willing to adapt?
1: He's unwilling to do the transfer portal. He's not on board with the NIL. Um, So what you're saying is you're just going to sell Clemson. And I think Lane Kiffin hit the nail on the head. It doesn't matter what your facilities look like. If you're offering no money and someone else is offering $100,000 or more, they're going where the money is. Has he flat out made those
2: declarations? Because I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he is. He is. He has been very negative of the NIL situation. But as he said, I will not be a part of NILs. Or he has made. Let me let me let me let me take a second and say some things too here. Clemson was also the most arrogant school about recruiting. Yeah, they would offer a kid. And I remember a kid from MIF, or from Nashville a couple of years, a five-star recruit, they offered him. He didn't rec- commit in what Debo consar- considered a reasonable time, and they pulled his offer. Mm-hmm. This kid went to Alabama, I think it was. Uh, what he has said is he refuses basically to take part in the open market, Raj. Uh, they have an
2: NIL program, and they call it RAIN, thanks to my friend, Mr. Google. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen, you're right, I haven't seen it produce any kind of transfers, but, uh, I mean, what we don't know could kill us. I I literally don't know. I mean, what kind of idiot this day and age would be that stern about it? Like, what's well, he trying that, to that's prove? What,
1: that's what the, I, I mean, like, they're, they're saying, like, there, there's rumors that Dabo is very unhappy in college football right now. Well, enjoy losing then, because. Everybody else is on board. You get left well, Florida's in the, in the same boat. The Florida coach came out and said the same thing. Like, we're not paying players. But nobody now,
2: wants to go to Florida.
1: That could be the Philly, we being the university, uh, but Florida boosters don't have the cash that a lot of surrounding uh Dude, Orlando have.
2: and stuff, they got money. It's the SEC. The money- I, I feel like that's a rationalization because kids don't want to go there anymore. The money Thompson was like a school to go to football-wise. But now, like, does anybody really want to go to Clemson, South Carolina?
0: The the, the large money boosters tend to be in South Florida. Uh, I, I think that's fair. Last year, Clemson's class finished 14th. Uh,
1: which uh, is crazy for them. I mean, Florida's got cash,
2: man. They've been good for 40 years.
1: Well, Florida's biggest and booster just recruiting, owns but, the Dolphins, which is uh, South Florida. What's his name?
2: That's not Wayne Heisinga anymore, is it? Ooh. No. Uh, I guess that was like 20 years ago.
1: That was back in the Ace Ventura days. It uh, <laughs> was, dude. But speaking uh, of those two
2: guys that kidnapped Marino, like they did not look like linemen at all. I was always offended by that.
0: You, you see certain schools that have been bad. Uh, one in Knoxville now has got all the recruiting momentum because they have a very successful NIL program. They're probably going to take three five-stars over the next five, six weeks. Uh, that wouldn't happen in Tennessee. I love Tennessee football. But five-star – Nico would not be going to Tennessee short of an NIL degree. Carnell Tate would not be going to Tennessee short of the NIL. Ray Magalua wouldn't be going to Tennessee short, short of an NIL. Drew McCoy is going to be your best player, by the way. Brew wouldn't be a for a fact for an N I L. Then is amazing. amazing. Ole Miss was the second, uh, Alabama was an the- Alabama, South Carolina, I mean, Alabama, Southern Cal and Ole Miss were the three highest finishers in the transfer portal. I, I mean, Texas A&M, the number one, the best class ever. Uh, you start seeing some things around Michigan State bringing in players now all of a sudden that you can see the schools that are are not traditional recruiting powers start to bring people I think it's going to change the landscape It's interesting how it
2: undermines Texas A&M right their best
0: high school recruiting class ever
2: and suddenly uh, NIL deals and transfer portals uh, totally like steal their thunder Uh, perhaps that's appropriate but I thought
0: that was funny. The best recruiting class, according to rivals, in the history of college football. Ever. We'll see about that. But, Uh, you know, I'd rather get experienced
2: kids that are talented than high school kids.
1: Yeah. For for college football only fans, you're about to start realizing what college basketball fans realize, which is – your roster is going to be a lot different every year, and get get to know these get to know the new players and start to start to learn their names because they may not be there for long. Stephen Ross, yes, Stephen
0: Ross. Stephen Ross owns the Dolphins. All right, guys. Final Steven thoughts. Ross. For, 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 I'm, I'm I've talked to a couple of high school coaches too this week. Uh, as everybody knows, I am getting ready. Uh, God, I cannot believe how early high school football. Starts what
2: are you we, talking about? June,
0: yeah. We have gains in eight uh nine weeks, dude. Come on, we are we are we Heath are we, we start the second week yeah. in August, we play jamborees the first week in August. We will be you're gonna die. We did the same, we do it every year. You have the option of doing a week zero and not playing and playing later in the year, but um. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We'll be that's insane. Usually, we're four games into the season, three or four games into the season by the time college football starts.
2: Um, yeah, out west, we start like mid September. Yeah, that's all.
0: That's really early, man. So, I feel the- To a, a high school coach with a very high profile recruit uh, this week, and I asked him. I said, you know, and this is a veteran coach of many, many years. And I said, what has changed? And I won't call his name because what he said, I could probably get him and a few other people in trouble. I said, what about this player's recruiting? What's happening with it? He says the following thing. Coaches come to visit. Coaches go through the process just like they always did. But the players have a whole group of people they're talking to not associated with the school and Recruiting is twofold. You have your I'll say it from Tennessee's side. You have your Spire Sports that's talking to this recruit. You have the coaches talking to this recruit and I and I ask him a question. I go, Do you think Spire Sports knows who Tennessee wants? And he laughed really big He said, you could probably walk into Spire Sports and see recruiting Tennessee's recruiting board. So, is it, Bobby, I asked that to ask you, is it that partnership, is that the wave of the future, your NIL company and your coaching staff?
1: That's how you recruit. Collective. Collective. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's doing it, I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess the answer yes. The answer is unequivocally yes. You're going to have to have these money funds coming out, which – it's not how it was intended, but the NCAA just effed it all up, man. There's no way to explain it. You know, they just screwed up the whole issue and let, let them get blindsided by – you literally got blindsided by the train blowing its horn with its light on coming right at you down the tracks. Like, that's what happened in the NCAA. I want to hear so, your opinion. Yeah.
2: Is this any different than before, but now it's technically legal?
0: I think that's the like money is different,
1: Oh, to, Netflix, no! It's right. it's completely it different more. now because now the people paying the money can stagger it into a contract, and so they can sue if they break that contract. If but it's actually, yeah. But before, I if saw it's, the movie,
2: the program. You know,
1: if it's in cash and McDonald's bags, they can take that cash and do whatever they want, and it's gone. But now, and if I say I pay it? you eight million dollars, you got to stay at. at at University X for three years and go pro. It's two million, two million, four million. Then yeah, if you break that, yeah, I want my money back.
2: Damn so, lawyers take
0: half, and then you pay taxes.
1: Yeah. I, Nico's
0: NIL got out to the general public, and they were longevity. Yeah. There were longevity clauses to him receiving the eight million dollars. Hmm. Now, Rog, I want to ask you as a USC fan and. You're, you've had incredible success in the portal. Jordan Addison signed. It was rumored that he got a three point five mil NIL deal. Um, I, I've never not agreed with you that USC has money floating everywhere. A lot, a lot of USC money. I feel like probably don't care about football, but there's a lot that does.
2: Yes. They're, uh, you, you know, it's Hollywood, it's USC. I, I've said this many times before. Not only do they have, I mean, Haslam's probably the wealthiest booster, aside from T-Boom Pickens, rest in peace, in the country. But, you know, USC has very high-profile people. And, you know, back in the day with Pete Carroll, you know, Snoop Dogg, Will Ferrell, and those guys all contributed to the program. Uh, Snoop's kid, Calvin Brodus Jr., even went to UCLA, and he still liked USC. Yeah, was- he didn't go long. He left to start his rap career. But yeah, film. I mean. Oh, film. He's making films now. Oh, yes. Apologies. But, you know, there's natural advantages of being in that area. And it's nice to finally see that. Um, but yeah. You know, I think kids recognize that it's kind of shining a spotlight. It's Hollywood-esque now. It, you know, Leinert, and there was always a story I joke about. Why did Liner, even though Reggie Bush had a good career, why did they not do as great in the NFL? Because they took a pay cut. Uh, you know, USC's got the biggest spotlight, in my opinion, in the country when it comes to everyone else. These kids become celebrities. But you're absolutely right. They don't, uh, they don't have the most money, per se, but there are a lot of natural advantages when you're in the world's second biggest market and the number one media market, really, when it comes to production in the world
0: well and also
2: and new york has zero college zero syracuse is the closest one and that's like four hours away
0: and usc has most of the west coast to itself
2: does now Uh, back in the day
0: oregon was ripping us off uh but yeah
2: usually the west coast has a lot of talent number one team in the country is modern day uh in high school which was a usc feeder uh Tons of talent, but, yeah, I mean, I talked about this before. Kevin Simon and other West Coast guys, they went to Tennessee, you, you know, and and at USC, they have to keep kids home. USC's, don't go to Eugene. Don't go anywhere else. Alabama, doesn't matter.
1: I think USC's biggest problem is the Pac-12 network, and it's just utter failure. Terrible. Awful. And what – just I, awful. It, that, well, they just they can't get their games on TV, like for the like it's like I mean I'll you know, like I pay uh, for Sling TV, like
2: whatever it is per month, just for that like four month period so I can watch Pac twelve football. Yeah, like it's like, I'll like I'll nearly up, impossible I'll stay up to
1: eleven Uh just for the kickoff uh, of these games. Just cause Pac twelve uh, after dark. Yeah, like two thirty. It's the weekend. I like to enjoy it, but yeah. But as far as mainstream, like, like they just gotta fix. They gotta fix it somehow. It's pathetic, and they've got a new commissioner finally.
2: Larry Scott left, but yeah. yeah I mean, the SEC is the epitome of generating revenue opportunities and taking advantage of said opportunities, and the Pac-12 is the antithesis of that. It's pathetic, and we, you know, we got pretty good schools out there,
0: Do but you we with- are stupid as hell. Do you agree with the sentiment that's floated out in the general public right now? If you could somehow, as SEC, add USC, Ohio State, then you could start your own national championship game. That would be. I, I, to me, I don't. You add those three schools, what the U.S. along with Texas and Oklahoma, you 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 have a monopoly at that point that you can do whatever you want to. To me it's analogous
2: to you know 40 years ago when you didn't always get the two best teams play against each other which to me that that is a distinct possibility there isn't there enough money in college football uh, i'm a, a regionalist if you will i i would like to see the current playoff system expand but the whole conference thing does it affect any of us as fans or does it just affect the conference and those that are making tons of money off of it, uh, I think it's silly, but it, it's extremely exclusive in that sense, and perhaps that's the goal. Uh, I listen to Robbie. I have to use the restroom real quick.
0: I don't think Robbie a two hundred million dollar expansion to Earth, or, or it's not expansion actually. I was thinking of Neyland Stadium. If there's not the conference money coming in either.
1: Well, conference money is just television money. It's Milton, isn't it? And so, yeah, I mean, I don't – if you look like – so let's look at the NFL because the NFL is the guiding principle for leagues, right? So the NFL, they're now playing, I think, eight games this upcoming season in London, Germany, and France. I don't know France. I know London and Germany. So that's Mm -hmm. eight games over there. So how do you increase money coming in? Well, if you're the SEC and you're the big dog on the block and you have the Big Ten, it's also probably equal partners. Um, The question is, who and how do you drop off members of your conference And how can you combine them? Like, how can the SEC drop off Vanderbilt, Kentucky, maybe South Carolina, the Big Ten drop off Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, if they want to? And then you add SC, uh, how much – look, look, like Clemson, Florida State, you guys are in trouble. You're a big program, but you're not a big market. And that's going to be kind of the shift in things. Um, So there's a good there, there. I mean, it's a probably a five year legal battle. And then once the legal battles over, then it's a TV battle. Is it coming? Yes. Is it coming imminent? No, because look, all these universities have a whole heck of a lot of reasons to pay whatever it takes to keep them into these conferences. If you're, if you're Illinois with, really no football program, and you're getting $60 million a year off the Big Ten Network, oh, yeah, you're going to fight like heck to stay in there. Same with Vanderbilt. Same with uh, South Carolina. Like, these teams – like, take take Stanford. They got one of the biggest endowments in the world. They While do. they don't no, – no one pays attention to their sports, but that Pac-12 money, they, that check still cashes. And if They, they can't can sell get... out their
2: soccer stadium. With like yeah, twenty thousand and
1: yeah, that that money coming in still those checks still can't get cashed.
0: Oh yeah, and that's the same for Vandy, who is horrid. Yeah, I, it, it's hard for me to not imagine an SEC without Kentucky because they're a decent football school, a great basketball school, pretty good baseball school. Vandy's got one thing it really brings to the table, and that's a baseball program. But they can't. Oh. Just as many as Alabama does.
2: Why is Notre Dame a Big East school in basketball but independent in football? You know, like, I, yeah. what's stopping that from happening? I, I guess there's not much money in baseball in that sense, but you're absolutely right. Like, some of those schools are just like y- y- Alabama playing Chattanooga and you know, the second to the last game of the season. They're just automatic wins that anybody outside of the, the – dominant team nobody watches that i mean i well, i haven't seen a it, vanderbilt game in like 15 years
1: and that would be the sad part of what i do think is the inevitable super conference and super minor league to the nfl is going to be chattanooga's your samfords your Tulane's, like those those football programs there's gonna be a whole generation of kids that would be athletes that may not be able to because that funding is going to get cut off. That's a Good point. I, I hope not.
0: I really do. I hope it. not
1: too, but that that's, a that's very good what point. it's looking like. Right, good point.
0: we have to move on. Um, Robbie, that's a great point. I'll I, I, I <clears throat> expand on that. Uh, we're getting low on time and I want to talk real fast. You just brought up the perfect subject. We had a side note. Um, there was a special argument article wrote um, by the Ohio state rival side. And it speculated to the future of some high profile coaches. One of which was our boy urban Meyer Uh, environment. I I do believe, I believe urban Meyer is a top three coach in the history of college football. That's my personal opinion. And if you were going to go over him, I would say both of them probably at the university of Alabama you can argue Steve Spurrier. There's a lot of coaches you can argue, but Urban Meyer is in that group that you argue about. And he's only 57. You know, he's not like 80 like Saban, you know? Yeah. He horribly failed at the NFL level. They 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 speculated that you might see him want to return to coaching at a Bowling Green yeah. in mid major school. Jim Trestle is now famously at a Division three school. Um the fired Robbie, help me with his name, um, Jim McElwain, the former yeah. Florida coach, call, and call, oh yeah, the guy he, who was humping a shark. He is uh, currently head coach of Central Michigan. Uh, you've seen more and more of this failed big time coach kind of going to that level.
2: Lovey Smith,
0: could you see Urban Meyer at Utah even again, or? But, or Bowling Green or Middle Tennessee State. I just couldn't wrap my right head around.
2: Not Utah. Whittingham's great, but the yeah, point. Go ahead, made, Raj. Go ahead. No, I mean he asked. I was actually going to feed off of you, but okay, I can go. I mean, Urban. Yeah, go ahead, please.
1: Um. Yeah. So, well, yeah, Raj's uh, first instinct was was correct. Utah wouldn't want back. Uh, Utah. <laughs> Utah's in great shape. Um so so the so whenever this question was posed uh earlier on the, the text thread, I thought of instantly Jim Calhoun, the old Yukon basketball coach, yeah. who won three championships at Yukon, probably one of the top seven, if not more, greatest basketball coaches of all time. Yeah. Now he's coaching at a little
0: Division three
1: school. Um, But he seems to love coaching basketball. I'm not sure Urban ever loved coaching. I think he loved winning.
2: I think Urban loves himself, but
1: that's a great point. And so I'm not sure Urban would want to go back to like a bowling green and coach football. He wants to win and win at all costs. And, I mean, you can look at his Florida days with the recruits and they've been scrutinized. That was a win at all cost mentality. He got to the SEC and he said, I'm going to win regardless of what has to happen. I'm going to win. That doesn't translate to Division two, II, Division three. I don't think he's happy with just coaching. That's just. And he I don't, had some I don't dirty crap though, like
2: guys like Hernandez and other guys. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Like he obviously, none of us know that.
1: him. We've never talked to him. That's just the view I've gotten from him from afar. Is that coaching is not his mo? It's winning. He's a
2: narcissistic individual, to say the yeah. least. Which I think he's more concerned about winning for his sake than anyone else.
1: But, I, I he, it, my but, opinion. but there's no
2: chance he's going back to the
1: NFL. Zero.
2: No. I mean, uh, I, I brought this up multiple times. Pete Carroll's the only guy that I can remember that did it at both levels, which, hey, pat on the back does has nothing to do with me. But, you know, saving Johnson, didn't do well oh, well. Oh, there, wow. There's a lot more money. You're right. I shall retract a previous statement.
0: How about in the last 20 years? Carol, someone, I'm going to read you their resume, and it, it boggles the mind. These are only head coaching jobs, and I'm not going to read them. I am going to read them in order: Tarlington State, Ranger College, Texas Tech, Kentucky. That's a imp- pretty impressive rise, is it not?
1: that how mommy.
0: No, that's the no. of actually what Billy Clyde Gillespie has done in his career.
1: Oh,
0: Kentucky uh, to Texas Tech to Ranger College to now he's the head coach of Tarleton State at a white school. But those guys love coaching them. I, I, I that's what I think. Gillespie well, is a great coach, but he flamed out
1: at in the biggest spotlight there is, which is control, right? Well, yeah. And and, And then he was dead. And then that's, that's a great uh, comparison. Look at uh, what Rick Pitino did after he got fired at Louisville, went to Greece, went to coach, not in the spotlight, just to coach basketball. Now he's at Iona, loving it. Got Iona to the tournament last, the year before last, depending on how you want to do the calendars. Uh, The year before last, I think they lost their championship game this year. Yes. Um, like he's just a coach, right? Like he's just a basketball coach. It's that guy makes a, Urban Meyer look clean, though. Yeah, That's oh, yeah, no, he's stayed in history. Um, but but Randall, back to your initial point if you don't have Urban Meyer in your top three college football coaches of all time, I question your list of the top three. I, I think he's that good uh, I them. don't, but he just
0: had an ungodly run at uh-huh. Utah, Florida, and Ohio State. That's
2: I, I don't, personally, oh. but, yeah, he turned Youngstown State into a perennial, like, 11-win team. Yeah. Utah, out of nowhere. I don't even think they were in the pack back then. No, they uh, weren't. Twelve. Alex Smith, 12-win team, and then, obviously, Ohio State. Wait, no, I'm thinking of Trestle. Uh, well,
1: he won at Ohio State, too.
2: What a title at oh. Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Florida. Florida. And, yeah. Uh, he's up there.
1: No I mean, I think, I think three I championships in, what, like 12 again. years, something like that?
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and here's the unfortunate part of him going to the Jaguar. I think at the time he took the Jaguars job, he could have said yes and had USC's job. He oh, we said-
2: wanted him badly, and that was the rumor, because he was on that Fox network with yeah. Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart, and uh, all the USC message board websites were like, we, that was the prayer. And, and uh, he would have he left it for the money. Steve. Oh shit, shoot, we really, really wanted him. We're happy yep. now, but we had to suffer through three more years of moron. But yes,
0: Same I, at we point he could have been the hire at Texas over Steve Sarkeesian. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, we got about five more minutes here of show, and I want to get to the last part of a very special bet your nuts and both of the picks I'm going to give you, I placed future bets on tonight. So I, uh, we, I sent out a text, and I found a better website. I hope you got the second website. It had much more teams on it. I sent out a text: bet your nuts. Find you two teams that will beat their win total, and two teams that will not. Make their win total. Hmm. I started this week breaking teams down pretty heavily. Uh, I started feeling my – I kind of started like, you know, it's getting close. Hey, and I even got a rivals assignment for a kid at Baylor who's a big-time mm-hmm. player. But I'm going to start – I'm going to start this conversation with a team that I think – not my balls because everybody can know I could hometown the balls into winning – uh as many games as i I've already said I think they can win nine games. Uh but I've I found a team on my second list I sent out that I just I absolutely don't think there's no way they don't crush this. And and I will throw it out to you guys and and see what you think. South Carolina with Spencer Rattler five point five Games. South Carolina was almost as hot as Tennessee. Late, Robbie. Tennessee's got a seven and a half, eight point, or eight win total. That five and a half, especially being in SEC East, seems like a very achievable total. And, and and do you guys, if Spencer Rattler doesn't win six games at SC in his second year with uh, a Beamer? Would you not be shocked?
1: Well, so I wouldn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I can't remember if South Carolina's crossover is LSU or Arkansas. It's Arkansas, isn't it? It's Arkansas. So I so my two unders on the board of winning less games and rejected are both Arkansas and Florida. So I think South Carolina picks up both of those games. Yeah, I'm with you, Randall. I think South Carolina uh, gets that win total, and then I, I I don't project that South Carolina will necessarily beat Clemson, but I, I I'm staying with my gut. I think Clemson's in a little bit of disarray right now of where they're going. They're they're top five, and I'm
2: I can't quite understand that. The thing about South Carolina, I think Rattler's overrated, but they return everyone on a solid offensive line and Austin Stogner, who's a great tight end. Yeah, I mean, OLMDL DL are really, to me, what determines games. And uh, I agree. Initially, I didn't think that. But when you look who's returning and, you know, Rattler's going to be a lightning rod there. I, I again, I think he's overrated, but I think you're right. I think, they do win. That's a low amount without a great, a very
0: tough schedule. Uh, it's a it's a cherry picking. Now they play Clemson out of conference, but they also play Georgia State and Charlotte out of conference. Hmm. They Arkansas, oh Georgia and, State, Carolina State. Who I failed to mention,
1: and then they got Vandy, oh.
0: Missouri. That's five.
1: That's like seven wins right there.
0: I I, I, love- I, I I love that. I really think they are.
2: All but right, Rattler is. Don't do you guys not agree? Rattler's overrated. I do, but well, he I, he got. Yeah, right. sorry.
0: He's the best quarterback South Carolina's had in a generation <laughs> <laughs> he is overrated. Ross I like that Bentley kid, that but then New his history. leg fell apart. Right, Jake All Bentley. Right. He's a good Rob, Robbie, who's who's uh, who's up next? Robbie, go with that. You had a couple of unders. Go there.
1: You know, I have Arkansas as my under. Look. I think they're a good team um, Arkansas has just gotten shafted in the division they're in um, I, I think Arkansas Auburn maybe like they're well Arkansas' above Auburn but I just don't see eight wins in that division like oh. seven you're, you're telling me seven and a half for Arkansas I just don't buy it um, I'm going under that. My other under is Florida at seven and a half. New coach, bad team, program in flux. Um, although it's from for the majority of my life, most of my actually my entire life, it's been an automatic win versus Tennessee. Not this year. Tennessee gets them. That they're not getting to eight wins. Uh,
0: I, I I I think you're right. Rod, you uh, well, Rod, you want me to throw one out or you want to go
1: next? That was my unders. I got my overs next. Okay,
0: I'm gonna give you one of my unders, please. Pittsburgh at nine and a half.
2: Yeah, under.
0: I like under all day long.
2: Um, wow. Slovis murders the football, he takes yeah. it to sleep at night. Yeah, he's a sack master.
0: No but, way out of conference too. I don't see Pitt getting the 10 wins anyway this year. No. I, I do not see that. So even if uh, they had Addison, no. I'm taking Pitt under nine and a half. roger Go ahead and then Robbie we'll come back for your overs. Uh back to unders Oregon's at
2: nine and a half. I think even though their schedule is friendly Bo Nix is their quarterback. I mean, you guys know better than anything. Is Bo Nix a winner? Is that a guy that's going to move the football? Is that a guy that's going to make a difference? No. Even though their schedule is where it is, uh, relatively new coach, Oregon's not going to win nine games, in my opinion.
0: Uh, I'm with you. I'm with. That was one of mine. That's off my chart, but it was close. All right, Robbie, make money here, buddy.
1: All right. So, my overs, and I promise I did not plan this, (laughs) but it is to both universities that I attended. So, I like Indiana plus four and a half. You intended like eight of them. Um, They, (laughs) uh, Indiana lost a lot of talent, but I, I think Tom Allen's putting a good system in. I mean, four and a half wins. They can get to five wins in the big ten. Who's There's the quarterback just, this year? I don't know, but <laughs> I don't I don't worry about that kind of stuff when I'm making bats Raj. Just well worry, founded, uh, counselor. Well founded. Uh Judge, I don't know what the evidence is. I'm just telling you what my think, what <laughs> I think it is. I'm smarter uh, than you, Judge. Don't worry about it. The me. other one is uh the ball, seven and a half. Yeah. Um the vault the vols are gonna improve from last year. Hooker second year in the system. Um Georgia, not that we can beat Georgia, they're taking a step back. There's there's we're getting some better non conference games. I think we I think we do handle Pitt this year. The the what we lost last year, the system is getting put in place. And then um I think we get to eight wins. The balls tend to play to the level of competition, though. Under Hypo,
2: I hope that's different, but there are so many teams they were so much better than in the past. I mean, it was under Douchebag uh, Jones, brick by brick, but it seems like, you know, and that's possibly an effect of the SEC, right? You know who you're going to face. You're facing monsters, but, yeah, they're – I think this team's different because of hypo, but – and Hooker who's a like a great college quarterback but they consistently do
1: that right yeah hey just real quick and and one of the most interesting one of these win loss totals for me LSU 7.5 how does Brian Ooh. Kelly do his first year in Baton Rouge he's got to win more than that
0: got to win more than that. that all right i've got two left and i'm going to give you i'm going to give you the most controversial one that i'm going to make Arizona, under two
2: five wins. I saw it at four. That's an easy up. Who have amazing coach? in the transfer portal. Jed Fish is the coach. Even though Jaden Delora, the transfer from Washington State, is overrated, um, I saw it at four initially. At two and I, a half, yeah, I'm putting it all on it. They will win more than that. I'm going to give you their schedule, Raj.
0: I know, but go ahead, please. Mississippi State. (laughs) Loss-loss. North North Dakota State. Win, even though that's a tough game. Cal, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, USC, Utah, UCLA, Washington State, Arizona State. I thought I'm. I'm gonna throw it out. I think their best case scenario is three and nine. I
2: think so. they win four games. I, they I, they'll I, Colorado. Not win they'll a game. beat
0: Arizona State.
2: You know, uh, depending on where they're at home, Mississippi State. That's not a great team. Uh, they they've got a lot of transfers. Unfortunately, North Dakota State is pretty <laughs> damn good, but we'll see. Right. Uh, two and a half is pretty damn low, though.
1: Oh, I'll I, take uh, I'll take the I'll take the under. I'll go under.
2: I'm going under to two and a half. They'll beat Washington yeah. State and Arizona State. That's two right there.
0: All right. Well we're going and to- Colorado. I'm taking three. All right. Rog your next one, and then I'll come back to my last one. And Robbie, you can just get your race this week ready.
2: One team I saw was Nebraska at seven. Uh how is that team gonna win seven games? I know the Big Ten's not that awesome, but I know they get like Northwestern and Ireland and North Dakota, Georgia Southern. But after that, you know, Oklahoma, Indiana at Rutgers would probably beat them. I at saw Purdue, Notre Dame at nine and a half. I don't know about that either. I think they'll be they'll be okay. Their their defense is amazing, and Marcus Freeman's great as a coach. Um, you know, I saw Air Force at eight and a half. I was like, what? Wow, Liberty at seven and a half without like the best player in the history of the program, Army at nine and a half. Um, But when we're going to over, my biggest one is Utah at eight. That team's loaded. right. the pack isn't that great, and they'll win
0: more than eight, guaranteed. My my, my other over was either Utah or SC. If SC don't win nine games with Lincoln Wright his first year, With Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison, come on, man. They're going to burn Los Angeles down if they go eight and four. I mean,
2: they're weak at the wrong spots, which is defensive line, secondary. Yeah, the schedule's not ridiculously tough, but I believe there is something. I'm not just sandbagging, but, you know, the entire roster is new. Like No one's played, aside from the offensive line, ironically. But no one's played with each other, but you're right. With Addison, Mario Williams is amazing. Uh, you know, they got Rice, Fresno State. At Stanford, traditionally, even though they suck, a bad game. Arizona State at home, Washington. I mean, those should all be wins. But it's still USC, and we're still used to blowing it. So
0: I'm still going USC, both USC's as my overs. All oh, right. I hope you're right. It's been a great show. We got about five minutes left up here we had some technical issues of course sorry about that but we will move forward our boy b chain couldn't be with us tonight rog was on time thanks to me being late yeah no shit oh. davis great great pileup that's race, crazy ending charlotte is always a fun race what was your thoughts and who's your bet your nuts for the week i'm not even going to ask you what sport
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. For people that didn't watch it, um, I watched every lap of it. It was the best race I thought in the last two or three years, as far as drama. It was the longest race ever. It took a long time, so it was probably four and hours twenty minutes TV time. Um, it was entertaining start to finish. Um, really impressed, uh, Jumpman. Brands Denny Hamlin, who owns the car company with Michael Jordan, they won in Charlotte. So it was, um, which I predicted someone from Jumpman would win on our text chain. Uh, it said it Kurt Busch or Denny Hamlin. I bet on the wrong person though, but Hamlin won. Uh, so this week they are going to Illinois, and this is one of the uh, tracks where it is truly. To see who wins, this is a watch the qualifying and bet. So, right now you have Kyle Larson, who's the favorite at plus 800 with Kyle Bush. So, it's eight to one out the gates before you know what's going on. So, anytime you have a favorite at eight to one, that's a good sport to gamble on. Um, what it's telling me though, you got Truex, Hamlin, and Chase Elliott. So, you got your Chevys and your Toyotas that are going to be your favorites. And so, I will, I'm going to watch qualifying. So, I've now got into watching qualifying. So, I'm like a super NASCAR nerd now. Uh, um, I'm over to meet my neighbor. You, you
0: two got to start sitting on his porch. Qualifying. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: So, uh, if I was betting today, um, I like Hamlin's momentum at plus 900. If you look at 9 to 1, Byron's at 10 to 1. One of those Chevys. Um no, I'm sorry, Hanlon's a Toyota. Uh, Byron's a Chevy under the Childress Racing umbrella. So right, uh, bro. I like one of those, but I'll, I will wait. It's okay, but bet your nuts. For me right now, I will take Will William Byron at 10 to 1 for today, and then I will edit it after watching qualifying. But that, if I'm betting today, I'm taking William Byron.
0: Hey, Robbie, if you'll start texting me or calling me your nascar pick after qualifying we'll start pick focusing it on the river media social media stuff
1: yeah question for you both
2: quickly
0: especially randall
2: knows who celtics or warriors offense first defense tell me who's going to win and how many games
0: god i'm probably going to be the nerd here i'm going to say the celtics in six i hope so it's the laker fan's biggest
2: nightmare but I'll always go defense versus these dudes shooting 48 threes. Although I respect this Golden State team more because it's it's homegrown. Jordan Poole, Draymond, Steph, Clay, um, traded for Wiggins. I respect it way more than when they got Durant, although that was great when they lost the title. I'm hoping oh. defense wins out, but yeah, Laker fan, this is depressing as hell.
1: No, no, this is the this is the worst. This is I've got Grant Williams. On those Celtics. Yeah, like the Celtics, I don't want the Celtics to win, but I want Grant to win, and like I think the Warriors are gonna win, but I'm, I'm gonna be uh, unhappy any outcome. Like it's just it's just not gonna be good. He's changed the Celtics fundamentally, yeah.
2: and Hell. Adebayo is an All Star, you know, top ten player in the league. He shut him down. Yeah, like I, as we know, a brilliant player.
0: My, my bet you're nuts actually, I thought was tomorrow, was today, and it's already over. But again, I'm riding my boy Kyle Wright. Picks up his fifth win for the Braves, lowers his ERA to 2.41. Uh, he has a war. Last year, listen to this. I know this war stat we don't understand, but I get it. it it's just last year his war was like minus 0.6 games. His war is approaching Approaching two this year. Uh, he gave up. He's given up 16 runs in 53 innings. Six of those were to Boston early on. He's been lights out since then. Anytime the Braves run Kyle Rod out, they're still an underdog. You can get a run or two with the Braves. Make you living betting on the Braves when Kyle Rod pitches. Stay away from them any other time.
1: Also, I think Raphael Nadal... Beats these young guys and wins number 22.
0: I had that recorded and watched it uh, after work today. I watched the, uh, he had, I thought he would be less energetic coming off of the yeah. Man, he was like an Energizer bunny out there. He looked like Nadal.
1: Two, two he- more, two more tough matches left, but if he gets the 22, that's two above uh, Joker. That's, uh, that's, that's a tough hill to climb still. Yep. Roger, you got
0: anything to kind of wrap up? The boy done playing baseball or has he got some? Still got oh, no. Some-
2: uh, all-star tournaments now. That's all they do is tournaments. Uh, so he plays Friday, this time at East Brainerd. Uh, one thing that baffles me is the Dodgers basically own every team aside from Pittsburgh. They lost two of three in Pittsburgh. They've lost two in a row against them. And by the way, Craig Kimbrell is just the worst. He gave it up the other night with a one-run lead. And, I mean, you may as well set the ball on a tee. Um, My bet you're nuts, though, is Wake Forest. At seven, seven and a half, uh, Sam Hartman is a top three quarterback in the country. And if you don't know him, and, you know, he's a handsome kid. Obviously, he was on QB1. With Chad Greer, he left to follow Greer to play eight-man football. Um, That team is loaded. And even though they lost uh, their running back, their schedule's fairly easy. BMI, Bandy, Liberty, Duke, Syracuse. Uh, Yeah, Hartman is going to be, in my opinion, a Heisman contender.
0: And, of course, Wake Forest... A football coach who many in Tennessee blame for former's demise, Dave Clausen. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Clausen was brought here as, I mean, former will tell you, he was the coach in waiting. And that, that thing fell apart. Also, just flashing on ESPN, Aaron Rodgers hits a putt on 18 and wins the match. So, you know what? And then Aaron Rodgers pats himself on the back, per usual. Golf might be the right sport for Aaron Rodgers because he doesn't need any teammates.
1: <laughs>
0: so, Robbie, any final words from you, buddy?
1: Um, no. Looking forward to uh, in our hometown of Chattanooga, um, River Bend this weekend. This uh, weekend, hopefully I'm out of quarantine by then. Um, I will test negative before I go anywhere. So. Looking forward to that and, um, yeah, uh, the NBA playoffs and NASCAR this weekend and then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Are you guys going to watch the finals?
2: Yeah. NBA,
0: you are? Um, I don't think I will. I got a lot going. So, I, I, I hope to watch Grant Williams play a little bit, though.
2: Oh,
0: hell yeah. I, final words, too, is the SEC East in Georgia. You know, I was close to picking Kentucky, South Carolina, and Tennessee all to be over the wind total. I think somebody gets Georgia from the East this year. I really, really do. I don't know who it is. But I think the East is a much better conference than it's been in the last decade. Let's face it. It's been Georgia, a bad Tennessee, a kind of bad Florida, Florida's been through three coaches. Tennessee's been through five coaches. Mark Stoops is like the best coach in the SEC, not East, not named uh, Kirby Smart. Uh, Kentucky has an All-American quarterback, probably a first-round pick. I don't know. I think the SEC East may be okay this year.
1: How many well, guys at Georgia? The lose balls lose? are at Georgia in the trenches. I don't know where Kentucky is. No, they don't sell
2: is. beer there anymore. I wanted to go to that game, but they stopped beer sales. That's awful. But how many guys return for those? I, I mean, the trenches win games, and
0: those trenches were ridiculous. They lose ten people on the defensive side of the football. They reload, though. What about the yeah. offensive line? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, they, they. I lost. agree with you, though. Somebody's going to get them. I just feel
2: like somebody's going to get them in the. East. And Bennett is, you know, if the line's not there, Bennett doesn't make mistakes, but he's not going to beat you, especially with his legs. Well, and you, know, you can get after him.
0: I think the running back, the Bills drafted, that was kind of low-key, was better than we all thought he was.
1: Oh, Great. a, A topic for another day, but just a food for thought. What is the maximum losses an SEC championship team could have and not make it to the college football playoff? Oh wow. This is reckless speculation.
0: But USC, I mean USC, LSU won it with two losses.
1: Oh, two losses gets them in mean, a hundred percent. Two losses Wasn't there a winning.
0: few years ago where the conference wasn't that great?
2: And like somebody had three losses or so.
0: Uh the last time that I know that won the SEC Alabama that doesn't count. A for something was Auburn in two thousand and four was undefeated and didn't make it into any kind of playoff. I don't think. Yeah, they didn't have playoff back then, but been. they weren't that good.
1: They called themselves the people's. No, no BCS before that.
0: that. <laughs> BCS been around since ninety eight.
1: Yeah, that was that was when the playoffs oh, started. That's to get when it was like traction.
0: one.
2: USC didn't face LSU the year before, and USC was number one in both polls, but the BCS voted otherwise, and LSU played Oklahoma and killed them. So
0: anyways, politics or politics, but I think Oklahoma and Elliot, I think Oklahoma and USC played in 2004 because five, yeah. Auburn could never break the, maybe it was five Auburn Cadillac Williams, Jason, uh, w- uh Jason oh. Campbell and just oh, a great.
1: Yeah. Ronnie Brown that, that team
0: would have rather loaded.
2: played them beat Oklahoma 55 to 19 with Jason White, the former Heisman winner. Or Hyple may have been hypo after Jason. No, Hyple. beat
1: Florida State nine nine, and one. Okay, right, two thousand one, two thousand one. Yeah, it yeah. may have been Jason one. Yeah, SC one
2: fifty five to nineteen, in the hey, old
1: bowl.
0: Hey, Josh Hyple, quit telling people you're six three out there too. I'm six Great four. Coach. Great coach. Zonia, you're six foot at the best, buddy. Don't 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 hold on to those football card stats now that you're a coach. <laughs> Is he I, really?
2: He weighs like. 280 pounds. I don't think he's holding on to anything aside from cheeseburgers.
0: Hey, he looks, he looks skinny besides me, man. That's what 320 will get you. I disagree. Guys, I'm sorry I was late tonight, but it was a great show. We'll have B-Chain back next week. Robbie, you need to get out of quarantine.
1: Tell me about it. kind of like him in quarantine.
0: Congratulations on Robbie Davis being named the Fantasy Football Commissioner. Thanks to Raj, our two-time league champion. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I am pre- veto
2: power though, but yes, Robbie is yeah. I,
0: but, I predict that Lenny will have a full-blown nervous breakdown before football season's over.
1: I can't believe, I can't believe this smack is a is a media I smack criminal like every draft, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I saw Blake at a
2: fraternity thing, even though like Sid Kai, I was out west ended up going to the utc thing great time but blake's like first thing he says to me Are you really gonna let robbie be the commissioner and i'm like you right there just reaffirmed why i am yes
0: first thing he said i love, to me. I love it so my plan is to play nice guy card all the way up to the draft and then just do something totally healed it so, doesn't matter with rob uh, i mean the beauty okay. is like when the.
2: When the brain starts circling, that's when the good rules come out.
0: Have we got a place for the draft yet? Have we decided where it's going to be?
2: Uh, Probably
1: Robbie's
0: place. <laughs> I was thinking we might stay in town this year, to be honest.
1: I'm not sure we can be we can be seen in town anywhere and keep uh, our yeah, jobs. One time we had it in a hotel in Cabo, and it, it did not take
2: long for us to get kicked out.
0: Hey, I've always so got
2: – Campgrounds are good.
0: Myself, so – all right right, guys peace out speculation I'm Randall he's Raj he's Robbie good night